Oh my gosh, it's time for another episode of Friends Interview. My guests today are Richard, who's my friend, and Steve, who I just met. Please enjoy. It's time for another episode of Friends Interview. My guests today are Richard and Steve. Hi, Richard. What's up? Hi, Steve. Guten Tag. So, what, uh, maybe you just set the stage. What, where are we right now? We're at Torpedo Wharf, which is right by the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. It's a beautiful sunny day, and we've been catching some crabs. How's it been going so far? Not well. Explain. Um, when Richard said catching crabs, that would imply that we have actually physically used tools to get crabs. <laughs> that has, in fact, failed. Yeah, what have we caught mainly? Uh, we've gotten some Dungeness crabs, which little children yelled at us to throw back. And otherwise, we provided seals with lots of chicken. Yeah, I also, I'm pretty sure we caught some seaweed in there. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was quality. Get some roughage. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to start things off today just to, to loosen it up a little bit with um, <clears throat> some, some free association. So, so what we got? What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to say just just a word, and you riff on that for for ten seconds. All right, ready? See if you're first. All right. So, um, uh, steel. Well, see, you could go one of two ways. You could either go the actual substance, or you could go the robbery. Since I am somewhat of a lawyer, meaning I am one, but I don't practice, I'm going to go robbery, and then I'm immediately thinking the bar exam, which makes me want to vomit. <laughs> well done. And for Richard. Vomit. Babies. Good morning. We, morning sickness, you know? Like, when you, a woman gets pregnant, then the first thing she does is vomit. Uh, do, you, do you have an announcement to make for you and Landon? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, all right. Well, we'll read into that what you will. This segment is called... What you say? All right, Richard. Um, if you had to change genders, what would be your favorite part about it? Given that I am currently male, and I'm assuming I would change to the female gender, babies. Being able to birth babies. That's I'm pretty sure that's the worst part of being a female. Do you have something on your mind? This is the second time you've brought up babies for no real reason. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of announcement buried in those words. No announcement. No reason. Do you want a baby? Because, like, Landon's been drinking a decent amount of stuff that pregnant women can't drink. They, they just want to have a fun baby. They want the baby to already be partying before it's born. I didn't say if I was a female that I wanted to have a baby. Well, you can still... Like, you can still okay, okay, this is enough. This is plenty. This is plenty. We're moving on. Fine with that. All right, this, this segment's called... Beatboxing. I'll do the beatboxing. You do the you do the like and you do you do the, you do the rapping. All right, ready? Richard, who's your favorite composer? I'm just gonna do melody underneath that. Ooh, I'm have to go with Mozart. And now time for a word from our first sponsor, Timeless Celtic Timekeepers. In old Ireland, we used to tell the time with just the sun, but now us sophisticated chaps can alert ourselves of the days passing with our sophisticated Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch, which watch we wonder? On our wristwatch, Irish wristwatch, watch Irish wanderers, watch our watch, Irish wristwatch. 
Watch Irish wristwatch wearers outwatch other normal Irish wristwatch wearers who don't own official brand Irish wristwatch. It's a sad sight to see, and we all want to partake in the glory of wearing the wish watch, the Irish wristwatch. And now back to the podcast. Mozart? Mozart. So we'll just have some Mozart underneath the beatboxing yep. with you rapping on top of that? Yep. We'll be we'll happy. <laughs> My name is Mozart, and I'm here to say, man, I having a really good day. Some people hating on the art today, but uh, I got I got something to say. If you don't like me, you can go eat everything that I've been going to eat. today's a day for getting crabs. So if you've got a problem with that, that's really sad. That was brought to you by Squarespace. Do you need a website you need to design? Well, Squarespace is the answer. Squarespace. Always, always design a website and design it really good. Okay, so, um, so now this segment is called Strangers. So have any of you guys met a stranger recently that was intriguing in some way? So I actually don't meet strangers that often. However, I have been called I have been called out for stranger danger. When I was running one time, I was running by a church, there was a small child there, and I said hi to him, and he looked me in the eyes and said, Stranger danger, and walked away. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm I'm serious. A child was scared of you. That's true. That, that's pretty awesome. So, I think in- so Steve, you said you that you've met someone recently. Yeah, so I met a guy who said when he was younger he loved an Alfred Hitchcock movie. And As many of us do. I know, right? And he loved it so much that when he became, like, rich, successful, whatnot, he bought an apartment that was featured in that movie. And I was like... That might be the craziest, like, coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just a little young 15-year-old who watches a, like, Alfred Hitchcock horror movie. I'm going to buy the apartment from it. I just, I feel like that's setting good principles in life. And then that he actually followed through, that's kind of amazing. It really is. And he's kept it this entire time. Like, I sit here and I say, like, what would I do with that? And, like, immediately I think I would buy, like, the house from Sleepless in Seattle, like, on <laughs> on the Puget Sound. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want the kid there. But, like, if I could so, live in a houseboat, that would so, be awesome. So, like, him to Vertigo is you to Sleepless in Seattle? Oh, without a doubt. I know almost every word to that entire movie. Rom-coms, I always say, like, if someone's, like doesn't want to watch a rom-com, I don't understand why, because it always ends happy. I would much rather end a happy movie than a sad movie. I must say, I only really watch rom-coms on airplanes, but I, I really do enjoy them. And so, so oh, snap! Oh! Wow! This is a huge crab! It's a keeper! It's, it's a, a keeper! keeper. What are you holding right now? This is a rock crab. Which one did that come out of? The, oh, the, the crappy one. one, yeah. The, crappy the one, the one chicken, the one drumstick. The one, the one drumstick, yes! <laughs> Landon, what are we looking at right now? A rock crab for dinner. How huge is this, guys? Huge. Approximately. It's really like seven, eight inches. <laughs> How happy are you right now, Landon? I'm very happy. I'm an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful isn't a mountain. 
Time for sports. Sports questions, yeah, yeah. Time for sports. Sports questions, yeah. So, Richard, recently it was brought to my attention that you ran a, r- a running race. Was that is that true? Twenty six point two miles. Tell me about it. Napa Valley, March first, five oh five a.m. That's early. I had to be up and on a bus to the starting line of the Napa Valley Marathon. It was a great marathon. Good weather. Started out about 55 degrees, so it's cold, but once you got running, it was bearable. What was the low point during that race? Miles 21 through 26.2. What was going through your mind? I hate my life. Did it get darker than that? No, it basically stopped it. Everything it hurts, and I hate my life. Come on, don't hold back, Richard. What's the worst thing you thought of during that race? Well, I really did have to go to the bathroom, and I was thinking about what could potentially happen if I didn't go to the bathroom, but I needed to go to the bathroom. I must say that that course has a distinct lack of porta potties along the way, and that certainly bothered me in years past. I kept running just so I could find the next bathroom. That's basically why at some point you're just running to get as fast as you can to get to the next porta potty. I think that that pretty much sums up running for me at least. It works pretty well. It was a good motivator. So I want you to tell me now the most embarrassed you ever were in your whole life. Now. Oh my god, there's a corgi right there. I want to pet it. Senior year high school. Everybody knows senior prom is very important. Needed to get a senior prom date. So I figured I'd go all out. I like where this is going. (laughs) I uh, happened to know that the person that I was interested in asking was in fourth period math class at Mr. Coulter's class, who is known to be a very stoogy, old, not uh, accommodating person. I decided that the best thing for me to do would be to wheel a piano all the way across the entire school into Mr. Coulter's class during the middle of the math test (laughs) and ask her, you know, ask her to come up front, stop the math test, sing. You realize you're not asking her to marry you at this point, right? Did you expect this to succeed? Like, I already know this is not going to succeed. <laughs> Did you run this by, like, any focus groups or anything? I, I was going to sing Burt Bacharach's What the World Need Now is Love. And, and that's the song you came up with? I asked my potential date to sit up front while I play the piano and saying what the world needs now is love. This is during the math test, which is a time test, I guess, right? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Gave her a rose and asked her if she would go to prom with me. What'd she say? She said yes. Nice! Boom! But she didn't mean it. So you didn't go with her? She went to prom with me, but it was the most like unsuccessful prom ever. Oh my gosh, that sounds really sad. But at least it worked, kind of, right? It was a little embarrassing for her and for me. <laughs> and everyone wins. Okay, so for the for the final question for you guys. I'm a I want us to all be really quiet. 
and just think about I want you we all I saw the huddle around the microphone and just just focus on purity and make whatever noise very quietly comes out from like that meditative state. Ready? Um, no one got scared. I did. <laughs> I was in Zen mode. Well, he also hit me, not you. <laughs> I feel like I have better reason to be scared on that front. And that's all we have for French <laughs> Interviews. Hey there, podcast listeners. I am happy to announce that I have received enough financial support to continue this podcast for another seven months. Special thanks to Todd Murphy, who has become a platinum-level member of the Friend of Friend Interviews fan club. As such, I have released Carolyn from captivity. She is thankful to be free from the crawl space beneath our house and has embraced her new freedom with a genuine zeal for life. If you would like to support this podcast, send $1 via PayPal to donkeyhobnobber at gmail.com where the O's are zeros and the S's are sevens. For each dollar that you send, I will say anything that you want me to say for 15 seconds in an upcoming episode. Until next time, keep interviewing your friends and make sure they never tell a lie. It's real, I didn't know